Happy Tuesday. I figure we should start the morning by saying how much we love producer David. Ah. Bad, because, you know, I mean, time's flying here. It's like six weeks. Producer Emily has been gone, and I just think it's important. That's to right. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I just figured we should acknowledge that, right? We're killing it. Oh, it totally killing it. a lot. I love him personally for reasons you guys don't understand. You know that oh. I just um, finished binging Game of Thrones. So come July, I'll be up with the rest of the world. But Mm -hmm. I'm super grateful to David for because after I watched the last episode in my binge, I misunderstood something completely big, a big reveal. I misunderstood it completely, and he set me straight. That's a good friend. Never spoiled anything, and I misunderstood. Yeah, no, you did. You wouldn't. You would never spoil anything for anybody else. But I'll tell you, I'm surprised because you are. When you read books, Jody reads between the lines. When she watches movies. Never yeah. misses a thing, and I constantly have to say, "Okay, that went over my head, Jody." Are you Please surprised she didn't catch this? Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, but it's embarrassing co- a little bit. The only other thing I'm more surprised with, really, is that I couldn't hang past season one with you, and that Sam is not into this at all. Considering you were a gladiator guy, I would have thought Seriously. that Game of Thrones would be your thing. Why, thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying. You so were Jody you were, was solo with this, you know, and with only producer David to really okay. kind of watch yeah. along. I like having my own thing, but. Um, what you were out because of dragons, Sam? No, I just it it hasn't grabbed me. Okay, well, good. Uh, maybe if I watched an episode or two, I'd go, "Oh, okay, now I can't stop." But it, I just, you'd feel the same way about that, well, Murphy. It's like it's too dark and heavy and too much. But you know, but somebody did correct me the other day. Peter Dinklage is such a great actor. He is the comic relief for the show. The you know, it's far and few between. I'm gonna tell you that there's not a whole lot of comedy. Not that I would expect it, mm-hmm. but he is the guy that kind of puts the bright spot in the show. Murphy, overly. After you gave up, there was a lot more. Was there? Oh, a lot more Tyrion Lannister, and it's so funny. Anyway, that's a binge that's done, and now I'm reading again. Thank goodness. Speaking of that, get uh, book recommendations in our not so serious book club if you'd like to read a little more. Um, some good recommendations there. We've added some at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. The danger of a group text, especially with family. I had that firsthand. Coming up next, though, in your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning, La La Land is coming to our homes. And with a ton of bonus features, Murphy, you're going to be jacked about. Okay. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, guys, what won Best Picture? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you almost screwed what that up again. Six for... Oscars, <laughs> but not Best Picture. Right. La La Land. Oh, well, it did win Best Picture for about 30 for seconds. For about 30 seconds, exactly. Through okay. a mistake. <laughs> okay, anyway, you know, this musical, modern day musical, such a hit at our house. Our girls love it. Murphy mm. loves the music. Um, got some stuff for you about it. The home release. April 11th, the digital HD, Blu-ray, DVD, all that, April 25th, and it'll be coming with a combo pack. They're going to have all these extra commentary from the two creators about how they did everything. All that behind-the-scenes stuff that you love, Murphy... All the, yeah, some t- of the way that they shot some of the because they did they went really old school. They didn't use a whole lot of. I don't think they used any CGI actually. Even behind the scenes looks with them sort of narrating it about how they shot that opening scene on the LA freeway. Yeah, like they're going to take you into how they did that on this. There's I, also I've, a, I've already seen an Instagram post on that that was really cool because there's like one shot that's three minutes straight of in, no edits. It's the camera is literally just on a dolly going through the cars and around. It's apparently it's totally unheard of in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, another feature. Ryan Gosling called Ryan Gosling Piano Student. It's about him working to truly play piano because he didn't play piano before this movie and boy did he play it in the movie and now apparently he's lost it because he doesn't have to 
so he's not doing it anymore. Man, if I, I if, on if that. I was taught that, and I, know. I would definitely keep that up. Maybe he's it's not he's not into it though. Yeah, I guess. You know, not everybody's into the same thing. Um, there's also behind the scenes interviews. We have a little bit of them for you. Um, we've got Ryan talking about what it was like to work with Emma again. She's different than any other actress out there. And so you can see, obviously, people have embraced that. She's so talented. Her singing is incredible. She's an amazing dancer. She's just an all-around great performer. That's really nice. Yes, and then the vice, you know, vice versa, Emma on Ryan. Ryan brings so much, but the thing that I was most excited by is how funny he is. He's really, really, really funny in this movie. You're fired. No, I, that's what you're saying, but it's not what you mean. What you mean is, you're fired. Play the set list. He is funny. Mm. He is funny. In, in real life or in the movie? In, in both. Oh. In both. So that, anyway, all the, like, ten extras. Sometimes you get a few extras here and there when something, you know, comes out. Ten behind-the-scenes extras. April 11th for Digital HD and then 25th for Blu-ray, DVD, and that combo pack. I know what house it'll be showing up at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. You get to order that now. All right, coming up next, why it's maybe not the best idea in the world to do a big group text with your family. And when you're Facebooking later today, uh, be sure to give us a like. That way you'll always know when we go Facebook Live. Listen to you making Facebooking a word, a verb. Yeah. Without yeah. a G. When you're Facebooking. <laughs> That's what we do, right? Baby. In American mm-hmm. in the English language, we make up new words. <sighs> All right, look, let's talk about, we have to talk about group texting. How much do you like being on a group text, Sam? It depends. If the subject is pertinent to myself, then yes. But if right. it's one of these ones that it's like, okay, I answered my part early on, you know. yeah. And you know, and it just keeps coming and coming and coming. I mean, I guess everybody has different feelings about group text. My aunt Susan sent out a group text to our entire family the other day, and it was beautiful. Um, she it was this idea that she had. You know, my grandfather, a lot of them lost their homes, yeah, flood, and my grandfather lost all of everything that was in his living room in his bottom. He lost floor. first floor, yeah, yeah, he did. And one of the things that was in his room, in his living room, pictures of everybody in the family, all of us, you know, that was the area for them. Right. He's not even replacing that shelving. So my aunt's idea is everybody take new family pictures together. And she texts this out to everybody. Everybody take a new family picture together and, you know, send them to me. I'll get the frames and we will hang them up on his wall where the shelf used to be. And, you know, make his living room a little more like home. And it's a beautiful, and she ended it with, love you guys, love you all, text Sounds like a good idea. It is a beautiful. And she's saying new pictures. She doesn't want us to try to recreate the ones that were up there in the past, right? Oh, now that would be funny, Christmas Christmas of 03, remember everybody? (laughs) Yeah, that would be fun. Anyway, thought this would make his house feel more like his home. And it was just lovely. So, Love you all. Is Love there an y'all. issue with this? Well, when, you know, one family member sends back, sounds good. I'm thinking, absolutely, but I didn't respond back right away, and that's fine. Um, then another text comes in from what looks like to be our cousin, Lindsay. But thank goodness it wasn't her. Anyway, it, it looks like it's from Lindsay, and it says, take me out of this group blank, a word I can't say. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> Lindsay sent that? <laughs> and I was like... And she asked me, she says, that's got to be a joke. Maybe her husband grabbed the phone and was joking around it, and then I realized, no. Maybe she... Did she get a new phone number? And, and I'm she's like, oh, like, yeah. Yes, she did. She oh. did get a new Anyway, my Aunt Susan came back. I'm sorry, this was a... this Credit and props to my Aunt Susan for this answer. Sorry, this was my family member's old phone number. I'll take you out. Have a good day. God bless you. 
It was like, go in, Susan! Because you know, I mean, it's... it's Kill him with kindness. She did. Uh, Kill him with it. It's got to freak you out, though, for a split second. It did for a split second. How dare she! (laughs) Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Leslie wants to share why you guys make her feel normal. Hmm. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Love to hear from you anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Or you can reach out online on our Facebook page. The Producer's Mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? We're going to get to this message from Leslie, but first, Murphy, did you ever get around to doing your taxes this weekend, like you said? <laughs> uh, yes, oh, yeah, That's so did. funny. It's okay, we're not being monitored. <laughs> you did. At least that's what you said you were doing. Yeah, I did. I got it all done. Um... You know, I mean, it's like two more things left that I need to research. But yes, I spent the better part of the weekend and lost that hour. You know what I'm I mean? So yeah, like glad mm-hmm. that you do taxes. that. I like. I'm just one of those things I'm grateful for. You take out the trash and you do the taxes. You're perfect. Wow. <laughs> you are perfect. Eighteen so years and she's that's found right. two things she likes. Pretty much. No, I have a list. I just thought that's all I would share right now. Anyway, <laughs> well, now we can move on to Leslie's message. She left this on a comment on our Insta- uh, Instagram. She left this comment on our YouTube channel when mm-hmm. she saw the video of us talking about your yeah. tax weekend. <laughs> she says, "Hello, guys. Love your show. Thank I li- you. I listen in." the morning and download the podcast to listen throughout the day and when I'm on my way home from work. Nice. There are some days like today when I also get the chance to see you on your YouTube channel. I want After watching the video, I wanted to let you know that I've also been moving the tax paperwork reminder for a while now, and yep. this weekend has to be it. Yeah. Thanks for helping me feel normal. I'm glad I'm not the only one who does this. Many <sighs> blessings to all of you. Yeah. Thanks, Leslie. Yeah, that, I, it went in my calendar on like January the 16th, mm-hmm. and every weekend I kept pushing it forward. Every Saturday I'd schedule it. Every Saturday I'd move it yeah. <laughs> until this past weekend. Sam, what about you? Do you put yours off? I would expect you to be a put it off to the last. Yeah, I do. I used to be a get on it as, as soon as 1231 rolled around. Right. But now it's like, nah, they can wait. How long does it take you? Doesn't take long. Murphy takes some time, but he's a man of many systems. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of... Uh, it takes me a weekend worth of paperwork just to get it together for the CPA. And I don't do my own taxes. Uh, I'm not qualified to do that. Gotcha. And Kay says, hey guys, love your show. But you, after Kay. after spending a whole day talking, do you guys ever just want silence? <laughs> I crave that was our silence right there. I, yeah, I crave silence in the afternoon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And hey, you think, think about that sort of question. That's the truth. Considering what we do, I do think we, that teachers who talk all day probably go yeah, home and, and, and enjoy some silence. Love yes. the yeah. silence. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Kay. Thank you, Kay. Thank you too, Leslie. We appreciate hear, hearing from you anytime. You can reach out to us on our Facebook page. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Discovered that Jody works a little magic around our house, Sam. How's that? Uh, with Piggy the Pug, who can't see, oh, yeah. can't hear, but yet she comes on command straight to Jody. Pug whisperer. <laughs> That's coming up next. Got a very intimate after the show podcast coming up today. Why? What are you going to reveal, Sam? Sam? No, not intimate. me. It's uh, why Jody won't write the Will You Marry My Husband letter for you, Murphy. 
Can't wait to hear this. Listen to the show on your schedule. Subscribe to the podcast and get more from Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. So, uh, you know, I mentioned that Jody is able to, she calls herself the Pug Whisperer. She just gave herself that name 10 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, Our Pug, Piggy, is uh, nine live piggy? She is nine live piggy. She has survived more than we thought we were. We on two occasions we thought we were going to have to put her down, and she bounces back with more energy than ever before. Mm-hmm. One of those occasions, the vet was recommending we put her down. Remember yeah. that? She's lost an eye. She can't see it all anymore. She can't hear anymore. But Jody has a, is able to get her to magically come to life, wag her tail, get all excited, and to make a beeline straight for her. And she makes pig noises when she's on her way. Mm-hmm. And you know what she's so doing? Cute. Because now of all of her things where we've got to keep her separate from the other dogs and because she's older with bad teeth, yes, she gets soft dog food Ooh. from the can now, not the other dry. The other dogs get dry dog food. Buy the scoop. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started buying the, and I wish I'd have done this for Chevy sooner. I will always have that guilt about Chevy. He was so sick. I didn't start giving him soft canned dog food until a week before he passed, and I should have done it for months. Ugh. So this is your indication your dogs are getting to that point. Well, yeah. And <laughs> so I Broke out the soft dog food. I want her to get the nutrition that she needs. I think it's harder for her to eat the dry food. I know it is because she has <clears throat> dental issues. Right. Okay. And so I want her to get the nutrition she needs. You crack open a can of dog food around a bunch of dogs yeah. who have had nothing but dry, and you would think that... I don't know even know what to say. They all I have to hi, I have to shoo them all away and feed Piggy separately, and I give her that canned dog food, and she practically sings. I mean, sunshine is shooting out of her. Mm. She loves that food so much. Yeah, you know the other dogs actually try to trick us by knocking on the door, pretending like they're the kids or whatever. <laughs> come in. I've never seen yeah. anything like it. You know what I'm saying? It's it just it, I guess because it smells to me. I get it that it. It mm. appeals to a dog. It's pretty bad. It's just like, I mean, it's, it is like a drug. She just gets all cranked up. It drives her senses yeah. crazy. So, you know, I mean, I'm happy for her because this is the dog who four years ago was supposed to be put down, remember, yeah, and yeah, still yeah. thriving. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Big TV show news, including going to get you ready for a finale tonight, Sam, your show, This Is Us. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, I got some good news and bad news for you. About? This is us. Let's talk about this show that you love so much. It's going to be brutal tonight. It is. Oh, my sunshine. <sighs> my only sunshine. This mm-hmm. huge, critically acclaimed drama that if you love drama and you're not watching this, you are wrong. Um, the season one finale is tonight. Yes. Okay. They're saying big decisions will be made, uh-huh. especially with the Mandy Moore character. Is her name Rebecca? Yeah. And that that one's going to get the spotlight, and they're going to kind of toggle between eras. They did that last week or something about going back to the 90s. They always go back and forth. Well, I kind of like that. By the way, this show, This Is Us, finale's on tonight for mm-hmm. season one. It's already been picked up and renewed for season two right. and three. Right. You super excited? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of concerned, though, because all the stuff I've been reading are saying... It's like nothing you've ever seen. What's going to happen between? Well, they uh, have a lot to live up to. Jack and Mandy Moore's character is going to be like nothing you've ever seen. Uh, and it's like, oh come okay, on! Well, they have to hype it that way. You know, if you like the show, just watch it. I am seriously, just watch it. I may have Don't to worry find a way it. to watch it tonight because you know how I usually wait a day. Yeah, I catch it on Hulu on Wednesday. Can't wait anymore. I, well, I mean, it's going to be all over the place tomorrow. It'll be hard to avoid. Oh, you're right. Sorry about it. 
A couple of other TV news items I want to get to you. Netflix has renewed Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events for a second season. So if you're watching that, binging with the family, you do get more. It is kind of cool and crazy good. Neil Patrick Harris got a tattoo to celebrate. mm -hmm, I saw that yesterday, too. All right. CBS has also officially picked up the Big Bang Theory spinoff called Young Sheldon. You have a show that's this loved. Yeah. Usually the spinoff has a chance. Yeah. At least has a chance. Just so like it's like Game of Thrones. It'll huh? be called Young Sheldon. What do you mean Game of Thrones? There's gonna be a spinoff. I'm hoping. They, oh. they haven't confirmed that. Okay. HBO has teased that. Don't tease me. Um, Jim Parsons will narrate the sitcom. Oh, about, that's smart. About the you know as adult Sheldon, he'll right. narrate it, but it's about Young Sheldon. You get it? All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. This is big news. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo finally gets its U.S. sequel, but we're looking for another girl. Tell you about it on the way. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Got some more binging coming up just after 7. Yeah, the problem <laughs> with watching The People versus O.J. Simpson on Netflix. And I guess Jody and I are like the rest of the world now. Sam, you're doing the same thing. R- rarely do we watch things live, real time when this, when the TV show is on. Now right. it's all about binging, and because you can pick and with all the bazillion streaming services, you know, you pick a show. Who cares if it's five years old, ten years old, or you know, a couple of months? Um, we're watching, and I know you are too. Wait, Sam finished, by the way, Murphy. Yeah, he smoked finished us what? on the People versus OJ Simpson on Netflix. You're losing control. This is a fiasco. You're afraid there's going to be more riots. This has got to stop. I deserve to get hurt. Two to stop. I mean, yeah, I don't want to. Sam's picking one show at a time. We're still bouncing around between that. Yes. And I don't want to throw any spoilers out there, but they okay. Uh, he, they didn't find him guilty again. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Okay, so this is the Ryan Murphy series, American Crime Story, and it's seen from, I guess, parts that you never saw before from both sides of the legal table. Yeah, and I, I just would love to know how much of it's true. Right. You know, that, um, that's the only thing that kept nagging me books. in the back of my head. It's based it? on a couple of books that were written about the behind the scenes of yeah. the trial from the prosecutor's office and all that. Yeah, and, it's it's really well done. The, the actor who plays Johnny Cochran, to me, nails it. It's the most Courtney believable. The others get kind of... And I see where Sam's coming from on John Travolta. Good job as Robert Shapiro, but you still see John Travolta. Oh you my know gosh, what I mean? this is my problem. Oh my gosh. The Robert Kardashian, Ross? I totally expect him to be Ross at any minute. It ruins it for me. I still can't believe she hates Pottery Barn. Ross, get over it. It's not like she hates you. Yeah, but Pottery Barn. Yeah, you're right. Seriously, he you're was right. Ross for so long to us. And wait, we, we're only on episode two, so we just watched the White Bronco Chase. Yeah. When they first start, I'm like, Murph, it's Theo Huxtable. Theo Huxtable's driving. Yeah, I did. I, mean, it's I, did. I finally noticed that it was Theo, yeah. You, I can't. Well, and then Cuba Gooding Jr., here you have this uh, Oscar-winning actor. It, I know. Uh, it's the part he's great. I have, and, and I, I'm hoping I get past all of that. But Me too. But David Schwimmer is the toughest one because he really. Yeah. He's I mean, he, Ross. And he is a brilliant actor. I mean, he's, you're talking about somebody who's a fantastic actor. He's well, still Ross. When they get into all the courtroom stuff, I, I, that's where you kind of <laughs> suspend all of that, worrying oh, about who looks like really? you. Okay. It's like, okay, here we go. Okay, good. Thank you, Sam. All right, coming up in a little while, what Murphy keeps messing up at restaurants. And you know who, who gets upset? Murphy. <laughs> coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Here for me is our favorite thing. Sydney, you're next. 877-310-4MSJ. We love hearing from you. Reach out anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. 
Sydney, how are you? I'm doing good. Sydney, I love your name. How do you spell it? S-I-D-N-E-Y. S-I-D. Okay, cool. Do you like your name? Oh, yeah. I love Good. my name. I was named after my uh, great-grandfather, actually. I love that. See, it's a cool name. <laughs> it's a family name. And does anybody call you Sid? Yeah. Um, all the students on my school bus that I drive do. <laughs> oh, I mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. You drive a school bus. You're not driving right now, are you? Oh, no. I'm pulled over on the side of the road. Okay. <laughs> yes, safety. Okay. <laughs> so did you I wanna... know a lot of my students listen to the show in the morning, and I wanted them to hear me on the radio. Yeah. Oh, cool. What, like, is it elementary? Is it junior high age? Kindergarten through 12. Oh. Oh, uh, everybody. <laughs> it's, it's probably overwhelming to handle a bus, traffic, and to handle that many little people do you really try to pay attention to what's going on like socially on the bus or do you have to put the road oh, first yeah. it's you kind of have to find a balance between watching the road and watching the students on the bus no kidding them out of trouble yeah. right it's, yeah. it's a fun job i enjoy my job a lot that's great and um do like the older kids sit toward the back and the younger kids sit closer to you or do yeah. they and the uh, older kids also help me keep the younger ones from running up and down the aisle, so they're a big help also. Nice. What's the craziest thing the kids ever did on the bus? Once I had a girl trying to do uh, back bends over the seats, trying to work her way all the way to the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to tell her to stop it. You had to tell her to stop. I had to tell her to stop a couple of times. I ended yeah. up having to move her all the way up to the very front with me. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Sid. Mr. Sid. So are we making you late for pickup right now? or? Oh, no. I'm, I have to leave out in about five minutes. Okay, good, good, good. Man, we've never really talked to a school bus driver before. Cool, I get to be the first. Yes. Yeah, kids will always remember you. You always remember your bus driver if you have the same one for a long time. Right. You know, you're important to them. I I still remember my old bus drivers. Me too. I had one named Miss Rosie, Um, and she drove fast. If you you weren't there, you were out of luck, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I can wait for about 30 seconds because I'm on a main highway. Yeah. So I can't hold up traffic, but nope. I told him I'd get him 30 seconds. If I see him coming out the door, I'll wait for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, it's good to talk to you. Don't be late because of us. And call us anytime, okay? But just make sure you're pulled over. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Sid. Call us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Right, why Murphy keeps getting in trouble at restaurants. Ooh. And the person it upsets the most is Murphy. That's next. <laughs> And because your life is busy, the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, makes it, it's our way of making it easy for you. Listen on your schedule anytime, and you can come hang out with us after the show, too. Subscribe on iTunes. Got to get intimate today, too, Jody. I yeah. want to know why there's something that you were refusing, you're refusing to do for Murphy. Uh-huh. Okay, that's after the show, later today. Okay. Um, you know, we took Murphy and I and our girls out to an impromptu dinner the other night, you know, driving around, trying to figure out where to eat. And now you're talking like Murphy. Y'all went to a restaurant. Yeah, but we decided the last minute to go out to eat. I can't help it. His formalness rubs off on me. Anyway, impromptu dinner. So we pull into this new happening, kicking Mexican place. Right. And it looks awesome. And you walk in and it smells awesome. And we're sitting down and we're not there five minutes. And he's ordered queso with chorizo in it. I mean, this is how Mm. he rolls. And the girls are all happy. And we're looking at menus. And I turn to you. And remember what I said to you? Please remember, oh, that yeah, whatever, that's right. <laughs> baby, whatever you order, make sure they don't have cilantro on it. Well, you know that, Sam. Cilantro yeah. is one of those things I can't, and it's not just a preference thing. It's one of those where it's like, it is just 
like the reaction's that for a lot not of good. You know what I mean? I just can't do it, and I know it's an important flavoring, but I just can't do it. No, but it I always, tastes like soap to you, right? Yeah, a lot of people like, have that. But like yeah, even over, over the top, though. I mean, it's just like you know, serious. So I can't tell you how many times he forgets to ask at a restaurant, especially you know a place where you know they would use right. cilantro. It's like I said, make sure that you just whatever you order, make sure they leave off the cilantro. Okay, so we order. And we're eating our chips and chorizo and queso, and it's awesome, and we're having a good family, you know, whatever, just good times. Your, what did you get, flautas or something like that? What did you get? Yeah, just two different flavored flautas, one with pulled pork, one with brisket. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Guess what was all over the top of it? <laughs> cilantro. It's yeah. like the poor waitress, and you're like, oh, cilantro. I felt like an idiot, too, because, I mean, I, Jody had just reminded me two seconds before, and I don't know how I got lost yeah. in the menu. And she was offering to take it back and yeah. remake it, and he was like, mm, I'm hungry. So we just scraped it off. But yeah. it's so funny to me, as much of a problem it is for you physically to have cilantro around you, the fact that you can't remember to you know double check that when ordering. It's just, it's just, I'm going to have to do it for you. No, I don't no, want to no, be that no, person. No. You don't have to do that. I'm just, I think of everything. That's yeah. all. Anyway. Nine times out of 10, it's in the Pico. So if I can remember just to leave out the Pico, I'm okay. Yeah. But you know, some restaurants, they'll, they'll, you know, regardless of whether it's Pico or not, they'll put it in. Yeah. If you eat lunch with him and I'm not there, will you remember that, Sam? Yes, ma'am. That'd be great. Coming up, Sam has music news. Well, you know, the big uh, music festival they're going to have with the Eagles and Fleetwood Mac. Yes. They've now added some more monster names to it. It's going to be huge. I'll tell you who next. <laughs> Sam's got music news. Remember about a week ago, we told you about this big concert. They're going to have one in New York and one in L.A., uh, and it's going to have the Eagles and Fleetwood Mac. They're like That's right. The headliners Which for is really show. big news because the Eagles, we didn't know they were ever going to get back together after yeah. Glenn Fry passed. They said that they disbanded, but who, mm-hmm. you know, I guess money talks or something. Money does there. talk, and maybe this is a time. They'll tribute him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's totally. probably the driving force, too. You know, once you've mourned, you're still a, a band. Money and mourning. Yeah. That's right. Hey, we've got a new name for the festival now. Uh, so we've been waiting, like, who else are they going to have on the bill? Well, here's how it's going to work. The first night, it's a two-night deal. Two nights in New York, and two weeks later, two nights in L.A. First night in New York is going to be the Eagles, Steely Dan, and the Doobie Brothers. Michael McDonald, Doobie Brothers? No, I like that's that. Hadn't been that way for a while. Yeah, but this is like, the thing is, this is really old school now, you know what yeah. I mean? So you kind of need to have the Michael McDonald factor in there, otherwise... I, I second that. Always, or, Michael. Or, or the Peter Cetera factor, huh? <laughs> Different band. Okay, yeah, yeah. The second night is going to be Fleetwood Mac, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Journey. Yes! And don't even ask me. It's well, not mean, Steve Perry. Of course not. I know it's not, but their lead guy is really good. In yeah. fact, he sounds just like this. He does. You know what? At some point, Steve Perry just ought to mend his ways. It's not going to be forever. You know what I mean? Limited amount of years to be able to get the original journey you back don't together. Know the reason he's not there, it's okay. Yeah, it he could, gets to choose. It could be the guitarist, Neil Sean's problem, not his Steve life. Perry. His life. Uh, also, too, uh, coming up next, not this Friday, but next Friday, the 24th on CMT. It's another Crossroads. Cool. They put together Darius Rucker. And uh, John Cougar, Mel- or John Mellencamp, Mellencamp, leave out the Cougar. Now, here's a little bit of them doing Pink Houses. Sounds real good. That is so, so cool. And you know what's going to be funny and fun about that is the in-between stuff where Mellencamp 
just spits it and talks because he's hysterical. Yeah, I don't think he has a filter. No, he has zero filter. Yeah. He and he's hysterical. He yeah. should do stand up. That's coming up on Friday the twenty fourth. And you know how Crossroads works. John Cougar or John Mellencamp <laughs> will do some Darius songs. Darius will do some Mellencamps, and then they do some they together. get together on a couple of those. Nice. Cool. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, guys, coming up. I want you to reach way back into your memory and heart. What name brand thing did you have to have when you were a kid? I mm. spotted mine the other day and I almost broke my neck to get it. I want you guys to think for a second on what brand name item you had to have when you were a kid. We all have at least one or two. Like I'm saying, I say one or two because we lived out in the country. You know that. And I went to... You no, know. you did? Anyway, Sam. And so honestly, that didn't really kick into our lives until later yeah. to me. I wasn't young asking for name brand stuff. I was older by the time I was asking. Well, right. it, what's funny about that is name brands were, I don't want to say they were more rare, but I mean, now you have so many choices. Almost sure. every name brand is accessible to everybody, practically, mm-hmm. except okay. for like the really, really high-end stuff, right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I bring this up because I'm just minding my own. The other day, I'm shopping, I'm walking, window shopping from one place to the next, running errands. And there's a lady in front of me, and she has a bag that looks like a canvas bag that I had and begged for. And my parents wouldn't let me have it because it was expensive in junior high. And shout out to them for making me earn my money. I had to use my own money, do do chores, earn my allowance, and go to buy this bag. Mm -hmm. And it was an Esprit bag. Do you guys remember when girls had Esprit bags? Yeah, I do remember that. Lord. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted yeah, because one. Because they set a spree on the side, didn't yeah. they? All the cool girls had them. Yeah. And when, when the cool girls started showing up with them, I'm like, that's weird. You know, what's that? I didn't <laughs> know what that was. And I was like, what does that say? What does it even mean? I didn't even know what a spree was. But as it got hotter and I knew what it was, we went to the store. I saw it on the wall. Like they had a picture of it. And the one I wanted was white yeah. with different colors, a spree written on it. And it was like a drawstring. And nobody else in school had one like that. And I had to have it my mom disapproved because it was expensive and she said it's white it's gonna get filthy and it didn't matter to me i I heard angels sing when i saw this Mm -hmm. and i swear i saw it the other day this woman was carrying it but i I lost her in traffic i couldn't i'm sure you could probably go on ebay and get yourself one i know that's dumb i don't need it i just wanted to see it again you thought they were expensive back then right try to buy them today (laughs) you know uh for me it was well having a pair of nike shoes was a big deal to me and so i finally got those but the other thing was that swoosh uh and i had to stop and think about this because i couldn't you know, the Rizod shirts, really popular as a child of the 80s, yeah. but Sears had a dragon version. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. And JCPenney had a fox, I think. Oh, Woo! did they? Okay. So yeah. I had a couple of the dragon shirts while yeah. you know, Well, you were ahead were... of your time, dragons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Game right. of Thrones. All right. Let us know, by the way, what brand name item did you have to have? I want to know about it. 877-310-4MSJ. We'll do some of that next hour. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo coming back to the box office. A sequel finally, but who's going to be the girl? Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Uh, if you read Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and the girl who kicked the hornet's nest and the girl who played with fire and you were waiting for the sequel because we only got here in America one movie, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I've got news for you. This is Harriet. Someone in the family murdered Harriet. 
David Fincher made this movie with Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara, and wow. I read the book, Sam, mm-hmm. so I kind of knew what I was in for in the theater, and I still wasn't ready. I was still shaken up and yeah, I read creeped all, out. read all the books. I didn't read the new one, the Found book. I started to. And didn't they make all these movies, though, like the Scandinavian the Swedish versions, versions. Swedish versions? Swedish versions got all three movies. Yeah, but we, those are tough because you got to read. I didn't them. like those castings as much either. I yeah. tried and I couldn't do it. So, Rooney Mara, she was great as Lisbeth. And mm-hmm. she's one of the greatest characters written for fe- I mean, for the screen. Female characters. She's crazy fun. Well, fun, but great. Yeah. David Fincher made this first movie that you, you know, Daniel Craig was in. And, disturbing. And, and very disturbing. And then they got hung up with casting problems and script problems, and it never got made. So David Fincher is back. He says he's got a great script for the oh, next one. Oh, so he's going to do the second he's one. He's coming back. He says the most fun part now will be finding our Elizabeth, because Rooney Mara is not doing it. So Daniel She's, Craig is? No. There's no word about Daniel Craig, yes or no. I think he's busy with Bond, so I don't think no. he's coming back either, which doesn't sound great. The rumors are they're looking at either Natalie Portman. Mm. I don't see that. And Scarlett Johansson. No. Those are rumors. Scarlett could do it, but do you want her to do it? Mm. No, it just takes a certain kind of... Roughness. Character, yeah. It does. I thought Rooney Mara was perfect. Yeah. But the word is, 2018, we will get that movie from okay. David Fincher. All right, moving on to something really cool today. I didn't even realize this was happening, but Audible's most pre-ordered audiobook ever... Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, the actual textbook, mm-hmm. and it's Eddie Redmayne reading it, and it's available today. Here's a little bit. Ministry of Magic Classification, 2X. The imp is found only in Britain and Ireland. It is sometimes confused with the pixie. They are of similar height between six and eight He said it was di- very inches, difficult. He didn't realize how very complex a writer she is until you start trying to read it aloud. Now he, Eddie Redmayne, of course, is the lead character. Newt Scamander. Yeah. So, Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, the audiobook available today, read by Eddie Redmayne. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30. I don't know if your heart can handle it, Sam, but This Is Us. The finale is on tonight. Oh, yes. Going to get you ready for that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Got the food dude on the way next. You know, if you like chocolate fountains and even those cheese fondue fountains, mm. you're going to love the new food fountain that's coming out. And if you're a La La Land fanatic or freak like I am, or our girls, Jody, as you know, uh, it is going to be on uh, DVD, Blu-ray, and I'm assuming that means probably Digital Netflix and everything. some of the streams soon, right? Exactly. Yeah, in April. In April. Uh, in case you missed that, and Jody's Hollywood Outsider and some other things from this morning, go ahead and subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. I want to let you know McDonald's is uh, check, testing out chicken tenders once again. Remember they had those chicken selects, which were like tenders? Yeah, they I, don't have those anymore. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that's they gone. They yanked like... those off the menu a couple years ago, but now they're trying them again. This time they're called buttermilk crispy tenders got it oh, they're gonna do it the same way they do their chicken in the biscuit oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sandwich their yes. southern chicken biscuit. yes correct yes anyway look for that they're trying it out now and if it works they'll go everywhere okay. uh we do have easter coming up so be on the lookout for mystery peeps this year oh. not just one kind but there's three different kinds of mystery flavor peeps this year I don't know if they're nasty like some of those jelly beans or if they actually all, you know, taste good. I hope if they go to the trouble, I hope they taste good. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Hello. Isn't there always I'm a saying. risk in mystery candy like that? That yeah. was my favorite lollipop know. to get when you go to the bank and you get a dum-dum pop. 
I loved it when it was the question mark on the paper because I didn't know what flavor it was. Mm. I love that. I still love that today. Simpler times. Bring it. Oh, the mystery airheads are that way. Yeah, they do have mystery oh, yeah. airheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, too, and this is the most coolest thing I've seen in food lately. That's coolest. You know how we have chocolate fountains? Yes. And some places have cheese fountains. Supposedly that's cheese really bad fountains? for your like germ foes. Yeah, well, yeah. Hidden Valley, Hidden Valley Ranch has now come up with Ranch the, Fountain. The Ranch Fountain. Oh! Now, it looks they they just started a new online store <laughs> Hidden Valley did, so you can get t-shirts and all that for 100 bucks you can buy the Ranch Fountain. It looks just like a chocolate fountain nice. and you put ranch in it. And then you got your party, you got all your veggie tray, your you know, your chicken nuggets, all that kind of stuff you can see. Yeah, but in ranch there. is flowing. So the, the the carrot stick that somebody else put under the ranch, you might be eating that same ranch on your cracker ten minutes mm. later. Well, ranch, it's not like, well you shouldn't double dip if you're in a fountain. Yeah. Yeah, as I long know. as you don't double dip, you're okay. And plus, how do they keep it cool? That's my question. I don't know. Ugh. I don't know how they keep it cool. I don't know about those fountains. Anyway, if you, if you, if you really want a ranch <laughs> fountain, it's only 100 bucks at the Hidden Valley Ranch store. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, 877-310-4MSJ. Bree's going to let us know what brand name item she had to have yeah. when she was growing up. So what brand name thing did you have to have when you were a kid? Murphy swears it used to be a bigger deal, like kids have everything today, but we didn't. Well, I mean, brand names are still big. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, our girls Absolutely. had to have Chucks, right? I can't bring home a mock Chuck. <laughs> no way. The one stars? No way, yeah. Right. Um, so 877-310-4675. You can call or text Bree. Good morning. Good morning. So do you have one that you had to have when you were a kid? Yeah, um, back in middle school, remember those velour, juicy couture tracksuits that were really popular? <gasps> I think so. I remember yeah, yeah. I absolutely had to have one of those tracksuits. And I remember like mm-hmm. all through the school year begging, begging, begging <laughs> my mom for one. Yeah. And I finally got one for Christmas. There you that go. Was, yeah. That, was, that it, was the best gift ever. It was juicy couture. It was expensive, right? Was it, it was ex- very expensive, yeah. You, what color was yours? Mine was black. Boom. Um, do you know who inspired that? Was it like other girls around you or was it like a pop group or something? Um, it was a mixture of both. I remember yeah. like um, the popular girls would wear those to our school dances. And I was like, Mom, I have to have this because I need to fit in with everyone. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's and- the card you play, right? Yeah. yeah, and I remember she was like, no, you don't have to fit in with them to be popular. And I remember I just kept begging her and begging her for it. Yeah. And I finally got one for Christmas. Yeah, That's awesome. How long did you wear that thing? Um, I wore it for a good year or so. It was my, And it was so comfortable. Yeah. But the thing is, I could only wear it when it was cold out. Yeah. This is true. This is true. And then, you know, I mean, when you're in middle school, that's that phase of life where you'll all of a sudden grow a foot so things don't last too long, you know? Right. You can only wear the jacket, like the pants would have looked completely... At least that's what happened to me, you know, until people said, hey, you look like you're in a flood. Uh, Isn't it funny how you think, you feel like at that point that you feel like it's everything that you have it? Yeah, I I was really adamant about getting that track. Yeah, it's almost like it's about identity. This is who I have to have this to be me. That's how you feel almost at that age. Well, I'm glad you got it. Yeah, and I think my mom's issue with that was like she didn't feel like I really wanted it. She felt like I just wanted it so I could be like the other girls. And she yeah. and I yeah. feel like back then, you know, your parents say you guys want to instill a sense of individuality in your kids. And True. she was like, no, you don't want to be a clone. You want to be your own person. But yeah. that was my favorite thing. Also, <laughs> sweet. I'm glad you got it though. Well, thanks. 
All right, no problem. All right, call us anytime, okay? Will do. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Why you may want to think twice about the big family group text. Got one that went wrong in my family. (laughs) Tell you about it next. And when you're Facebooking later today, uh, be sure to give us a like. That way you'll always know when we go Facebook Live. Listen to you making Facebooking a word, a verb. Yeah, without yeah. a G. When you're Facebooking. <laughs> That's what we do, right? Baby. In American mm-hmm. English language, we make up new words. <sighs> All right, look, let's talk about, we have to talk about group texting. How much do you like being on a group text, Sam? It depends. If the subject is pertinent to myself, then yes. But if right. it's one of these ones that it's like, okay, I answered my part early on, you know. yeah. And, you know, and it just keeps coming and coming and coming. I mean, I guess everybody has different feelings about group text. My aunt, Susan, sent out a group text to our entire family the other day, and it was beautiful. Um, she it was this idea that she had. You know, my grandfather, a lot of them, lost their homes. Yeah. Flood. And my grandfather lost all of everything that was in his living room, in his bottom floor. He lost floor. first floor, yeah. Yeah, he did. And one of the things that was in his room, in his living room, pictures of everybody in the family, all of us, you know, that was the area for them. Right. He's not even replacing that shelving. So my aunt's idea is everybody take new family pictures together. And she texts this out to everybody. Everybody take a new family picture together and, you know, send them to me. I'll get the frames and we will hang them up on his wall where the shelf used to be. Oh, okay. And, you know, make his living room a little more like home. And it's a beautiful, and she ended it with, love you guys, love you all. Text Sounds me like it. a good idea. It is a beautiful. And she's saying new pictures. She doesn't want us to try to recreate the ones that were up there in the past, right? Oh, now that would be funny, Christmas, though. Christmas of 03, remember yeah. everybody? <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Anyway, thought this would make his house feel more like his home. And it was just lovely. So love you all. Is love there an y'all. issue with this? Well, when, you know, one family member sends back, sounds good. I'm thinking, absolutely, but I didn't respond back right away, and that's fine. Um, then another text comes in from what looks like to be our cousin Lindsay, but thank goodness it wasn't her. Anyway, it, it looks like it's from Lindsay and it says, take me out of this group blank, a word I can't say. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> Lindsay sent that? <laughs> and I was like, well, she asked me, she says, that's got to be a joke. Maybe her husband grabbed the phone and was joking around it. And then I realized, no, maybe she, did she get a new phone number? And, and I'm she's like, oh like, yeah. Yes, she did. She Anyway, my Aunt Susan came back. I'm sorry. This was a this credit and props to my Aunt Susan for this answer. Sorry, this was my family member's old phone number. I'll take you out. Have a good day. God bless you. It was like, go Aunt Susan. Because you know, I mean, it's... it's Kill him with kindness. She did. Oh, Kill yeah. him with yeah, it. Yeah, it's got to freak you out, though, for a split it second. It did for like, a split second. How dare she? <laughs> Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Oh, Sam, I'm going to get you ready for tonight's season finale of This Is Us. If your heart can take it, do that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I hope your heart can handle it, Sam. Tonight is the season finale of your favorite drama (laughs) of all time. First season finale of This Is Us. Are you and Mom all right? Stop it. We're fine. You don't seem fine. Look, it's marriage. Okay? Just stuff we're fine all right critically acclaimed drama for nbc they got a hit with this one um i will let you know that tonight they're going to mostly focus on the mandy moore character Mm -hmm. and her husband and they're going to kind of toggle between eras meaning they're going to go back a little ways i think they did that recently go to the 90s they jump back and forth all the time a little foreshadowing sort of thing happening so look for that and by the way for those who love this is us can't wait to get your heart jumping tonight for that 
They have renewed the series for a second and third season. There's going to be a lot of ugly crying tonight, Jody. Um, you don't watch it on Tuesday night, though, right? No, I'm gonna, what are you going to do? I may have to find a way to watch it tonight. You may have to go watch with a friend, yeah. Sam. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. And if you feel like you've been in a cooking rut, Jody's helping us out all month with uh, Meal Madness. You guys ready for something new to add? Oh, I got to say again that um that slow cooker uh, lasagna, yeah, that stuff, man, it, it lasted me all week last week. A week? Yeah, you were able to eat off of that for a week. There was nobody. That, yeah, it's you know, I live one. alone, and uh, yeah, yeah. Jackson never ate any either. Just, just you. No, man. he ate with me when I okay. cooked the, for the day. I cooked it, but then it's like good. It was so good. It was like I'm going to eat this the rest of the week. That's I impressive. Know, you so know, good. I've got a three day limit. I don't if if, if leftover is not gone after three days, it's gone. At oh that my gosh! Point. If yeah. we have something left over in the fridge right now, you know this, Sam. <laughs> that he knows I made last night. He'll take it out. He'll smell it and go. You sure this is still good? <laughs> I don't know if I could eat the same thing every night for an entire oh, it week. Was so good though. It was slow cooker lasagna. It's, it is awesome. I agree. You know, know what? That bodes well for the recipe, Sam. Boom! Yeah. Thank you for that. I have another one slow cooked. Look, all these are not slow cookers, but I'm a big fan of my slow cooker, Murphy. You're gonna like this, and I promise I'll make it for you this week as long as you. Don't critique it too hard. Slow cooked Mongolian beef. That yeah, sounds good to me. Now, and you serve over rice or however you want to. Yeah. Slow cooker for four hours. Go get the recipe now. MurphySamAndJody.com. It's meal madness. All right, J.K. Rowling's Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. It's not just a movie starring Eddie Redmayne. It's also a book. That was featured in the Harry Potter books. It's a textbook mm-hmm. from Hogwarts. Well, now it's an audio book. Do you follow? Yeah. Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. The audio book, by the way, has been the most pre-ordered audio book download ever read by Eddie Redmayne. Here's a little bit of him. Ministry of Magic Classification 2X. The imp is found only in Britain and Ireland. It is sometimes confused with the pixie. So he's narrating They're this fictional textbook. He said it's and really he's great. Scamander. He's Newt Scamander, you know, in the movie. And he says it's some really great tongue twister words here. And he had to stop recording a lot of times because he was in, incapable of doing them. Mm-hmm. It was a t- difficult job for him. Which, think about that. That would be hard to do any book. Yeah. I wonder hard. how long it would take to do that. I mean, I know you I do it I guess it doesn't matter. Right. Right. You probably do a chapter at a time. Yeah. yeah. When, I, when I first... Uh, had to go and get Parker up at his school. You know, yes, it's like man. a four-hour drive. So, and Murphy, Murphy even recommended Audible until right. I downloaded it. And I found a couple of these channels. Alec Baldwin has a podcast. It's yes. A, and it's just, it's like... Fun. fun. It really was fun. I listened to Alec Baldwin for almost the whole four hours. Does he get political? Uh, he does at times. But not mostly political. Right. If it's a, a political type person he's interviewing, a lot right. of it are entertainment people, so he doesn't do it. Right. Excellent. Yeah. By the way, Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, read by Eddie Redmayne, is available today.